hi everybody uh welcome to the tom and terry podcast uh today we're going to be watching days of thunder and if you're following along at home you should see the paramount stars and logo and mountain right now just at a paramount Co- communications company <laughs> and fade to black movie starts all right so i'm here today with uh my brother jim hi mike <laughs> happy to be here <laughs> happy to be here so we just saw the jerry bruckheimer logo so this is a jerry this is like like there's a certain type of movie and this is like one of the first ones right this is like a major joint well it's like jerry bruckheimer like there's like a certain like i heard it described as like this is like kind of like one of the first movies where the um producer was like almost more important than right, like the director right. or writer or anything like Jerry Bruckheimer became like a creative force kind of this uh like Top Gun is kind of what started it but like this is the movie that like kind of solidified that anyways we won't get into that right now <laughs> <laughs> we got a long movie to watch so this movie is Days of Thunder and it's about car racing and I wanted to watch it with you because um I have a very distinct memory of watching this movie when, uh, with you when I was younger as a, uh, at a drive-in. So we watched... Heavy our- Confederate flag presents already. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I watched it this week. Three, four. <laughs> I it this week. And I noticed that. I was like, whoa, Get dude. right into it. <laughs> whoa, dude. Um, <laughs> um, but so like I remember watching this at a drive-in with you. So like we watched a car movie. Is this a car movie? Uh, I don't remember. I, the one time I saw it was then. Yeah. And I haven't seen it then. But yeah, I guess it could be considered a car movie. So I remember watching this with you in a drive and I watched a car movie literally in a car. And then I was like thinking back and then I was like, and then I remember we saw the first Fast and the Furious, which is deaf a car movie. <laughs> we saw that together. And then I was like starting to realize it. And then Jim, I think there's... A spoiler about your life right now. Are you a car guy? I think I am. I was just thinking about <laughs> it in the bathroom. I'm a low key car guy, baby. <laughs> like, I think, like, I was like, is Jim a car? Oh, the legend. That's the, the, the eliminator <laughs> on screen. Uh, by the way, I don't know why me and you keep on calling, always call him the eliminator, which is a hilarious, would be, which would be a hilarious. Uh, like, oh, it's not the eliminator. It's, no, the, it's int- the intimidator. <laughs> the, the eliminator. eliminator. <laughs> like poop from his bowels. <laughs> <laughs> the he's, he's so good at it but now it's the intimidator um but because i then i was like thinking about it over this past week and i was like story by tom cruise by interesting way. yeah um, so when it's a story by credit he just was like i want to make a race car movie yeah it's really interesting because like there's like because there's so much money involved in making movies uh like the tom thomas ledden and robert garant book talks about it like they're like all of the all like credits, like the credit like you would think like a credit like that you'd be like hey can I be the producer on this and you'd be like yeah sure I don't give a fuck but like it's it's all like very official and like there's very official rules about it and so like the thing is like a story Whoa. by credit to get a screenplay by credit like you need to ha- it's like a certain percent of the words you wrote need to appear in the finished uh. movie and then so it's like sto- like and then so it's like. Yeah, like story by it's like you could essentially like like it could literally be just like Tom Cruise is like, I want to do Top Gun, but it's <laughs> <laughs> driving a race car because race cars are cool. Um, but yeah, so it's weird like that. And Tom Cruise is definitely a car guy. 
he is like a thousand percent a car guy, a motorcycle guy, like all that shit. He wanted to do his own driving for this movie when they're like, but they were like, uh, no, you're gonna die. <laughs> <That's> super dangerous. <laughs> your character has a life-threatening crash he's like yeah i want to do it and so randy quaid is cast as like a high rolling businessman car dealer has randy quaid ever played like a successful man is this i think it's most yeah this this, he's usually this is the top no no, why would you cast randy quaid as like the businessman this is the best not only has his life in terms of fictional characters but his actual life like he'll never reach this yeah this level that dude no come on this level of prestige in his actual life um shitter's fault he's like oh man he's got a he's got a cool overcoat um so but no i was the first thing i want to get off the off the table is you're a car guy but you well firstly i was like what even makes a car guy like what is like do like what are car dudes like they like listen to like what's that uh npr's radio oh, car talk yeah do they like listen to car talk i'm way I'm more on that end of the car guy thing than but like, like do car like because that's the thing is it's like i can understand being like a guitar guy or like I don't know, like a computer guy or like a food guy, but it's like a car, like, like, because <laughs> you can buy a lot of guitars, you can buy a lot of food, but right, it's like yeah. if you're a car guy, you, you have one. like one car, <laughs> like, you, like, like, like I don't like because you can't really be a car collector, like, so you just like read about all of these cars. It's the lady from um, well, yeah, Mario shows, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's great. There is there is going to be somebody that's going to appear on screen. Who ha- plays a major role in this movie, and it's like I I don't want to spoil it because I don't know if you remember it, but you're gonna be like that's fucking awesome, and there's so much we have to talk about with it. <laughs> um, but like so like what is it like? So, yeah, like a car. Like you're like I'm really into cars. Oh, how many do you have? Well, the one. <laughs> and then I well we have an uncle who was obsessed with what ferraris and like had his office decorated with ferraris yeah I'm but we saying, talk about it all the time that he probably has never driven one and probably yeah, never like, will so what a like weird if you're thing a car to admire guy, you just like car. read about cars and i guess like now in the internet age you like look at videos of cars driving or something i guess yeah and like read the specs yeah that's like what that's, motor trend is is specs that's like super <laughs> weird <laughs> oh man so you're like, because like even like I would say you're like you're pretty big into motorcycles, but you have like four or right. whatever. Yeah, I think that's why I like it as opposed to cars. It's like way easier. You can have a bunch of them. Yeah. So like if you're like a but like if you're a car guy, like you just you're like just the one that I drive every day. Right. Yeah. And then it's like because then like I think like it's really weird to be like it's re- like I would say it's not weird to be into cars because one it's like it's something you use constantly all the time like almost every day. Mm-hmm. But also it's like it's probably one of the things that it's like it needs to be like it's very utilitarian. Yeah, I guess. And then I think when like people I do know that are into cars will have like their regular car they drive and then they'll have like their cool car that sits in the garage. I guess yeah, that makes like that's <laughs> Whoa, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no helmet duster sunglasses <laughs> just classic redneck looking race car driver yeah. right there so but so anyways so to get back to you and cars it was like i was realizing i was like the only time Ooh, he's pissed the only times you haven't been into cars or had a nice car was you were 
a child. Uh-huh. Or you were like very poor. Like, <laughs> right, as soon yeah. as you got enough money to have <laughs> a nice thing. car, like immediately got yeah. a nice car. <laughs> and it's funny because it doesn't really suit my personality. It always has like a bunch of crap in it. Yeah, and it's like so funny because now because it was like your first car. Like we'll talk about your cars. Your first car, <laughs> was, uh, electric blue eagle, <laughs> electric blue eagle talent. Man, I'll be honest. If that thing had a pussy, you would have fucked it. Oh like, my god, I love that car. <laughs> like, I still look on eBay to buy one just to keep it cherished. Like, you fucking loved that car. And like you thought it was like the coolest fucking car, and you got high and switched it to a telephone call because I was trying to fucking haul ass and drift around a corner and drifted right into a telephone and pole. And then like, and then you were just like, showdown. So what's going on? So you've seen this recently, so you can kind of fill me in. What's yeah. Going so on. basically, like, it's really funny because it was like, well, like, I'll, like the backstory in terms of this movie is like I've always referred to this movie as part of. The Tomantilogy of like a trilogy of movies that are all all essentially the same movie, mm-hmm. but he just has a different occupation. Right. So there's like so the first one was Top Gun, the second one was Cocktail, and then also people always uh, people say Easy Money as well. Easy Money. That's the one where he's a pool shark. Color of Money. Color of Money. Yeah. And then this one. Right. So there's actually like four where it's all just like they're, all, they're just, all so fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same movie where it's like raw talent kid, <laughs> upstart kid. <laughs> he's got like a. Bad- he, what's his. He's like an up. He's a different kind of race car driver. He's uh, open wheel racing. So that's like the dirt track stuff. Yeah. So that's what he's doing now. But he's like he's got so much raw potential. <laughs> and then so he's got some guy. Then he's got some like old guy who shows him the ropes. There's and Robert one- Duvall. He. When his brother died and no he, there's another character that's gonna show up and you're gonna be like holy shit that was that guy like you're like you're gonna be like that actor was that guy in this movie and it's gonna like put so many things into place because there's another movie we haven't talked about yet and he's in the left hand side of the screen right now oh i saw his name in the title it's john c Riley. john c Riley. <laughs> is this like, like his first movie and he's like he has a huge role in this and then really like, yeah because so uh his dad his dad can we talk about the name real quick cold trickle cold trickle who uh also but this movie is loosely based on an actual nascar driver dick trickle no uh tom richmond uh isn't there a dick trickle there is a dick trickle yeah. and they named, gave him that name as a homage but tom uh john c Riley. whoa look how fast he's fucking going he fucking <laughs> all them balls so john c Riley is like so john c Riley's dad was like uh oh my god look how young he looks yeah but he like plays a major part in this movie and so john c Riley's dad was a race car driver and like uh robert duvall was like his coach or whatever mm-hmm. and he died he like he like died like dale earnhardt whoa um but so the weird thing is so, like there's a movie we haven't talked about which is like a movie that everyone's seen and really likes that is essentially making fun of this movie and john c Riley stars in it it was hilarious. Called Talladega Nights. <laughs> yes, this is like a shot from Talladega Nights. Like the same deal. Yeah, no, it's like like it's so funny because like I've I, I like and I've I've seen Talladega Nights more recently than this movie, and I like I was like I was watching this one and I was like, oh, like Talladega Nights is like like close to like almost like a shot for shot like <laughs> right. rip off of this movie <laughs> and it stars John C. Riley, and then the other thing is the last commentary I did was magnolia that also stars tom cruise and john c Riley. oh true 
They're yeah. buddies. Do you think they? Yeah. Hang out? So I wondered, like, and that was the thing. I was like, I wonder if they were like, I wonder if Tom Cruise like showed up to like the set of Magnolia and was like, well, c- considering that they don't share any scenes together in Magnolia, yeah. Like I guess it, like at the table read, which Paul F. Tompkins like talks right, about, right. and it, like, do you think that the, <laughs> Tom? Do you think one? Do you think Tom Cruise like he had to have remembered him, right? Yeah. Well, I wonder like who does Tom Cruise hang out with? Scientology people. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. Yeah. So like, I don't know. This is does like, he have him and Beck like hang? No. I. You know that's the weird thing is like because like Beck is so low key Scientology. Like that, I don't know if he does a lot of like the Scientology type stuff. So like, I don't know if they hang out. They probably they must. They're like mixers, <laughs> Scientology <laughs> mixers. They're like, how many aliens you got inside your blood, bro? Yeah, and then um, another Scientologist. I saw Jason Lee at a motorcycle thing in L.A. and he just stood by himself the whole time. And like he like, didn't have anybody with him. He rode up on a bike by himself and like stood there. And, like, people would occasionally come up and talk to him. And then, like, with Tom Cruise and people of, like, that celebrity, is it just, like, really lonely and boring? And, uh, I mean, Tom Cruise is, like, 20 times more famous than Jason Lee. I think, well, I mean, I'm really glad you got into this because it's, like, it, it's one of the things that I'm really interested in with Tom Cruise is the fact that, like... This dude built fucking race cars in his barn, first of all. Oh, dude, Robert <laughs> Duvall is so sick in this movie. There's so much great... Robert Duvall stuff and there's one I want that hat so bad <laughs> and he's just talking to the car frame no <laughs> one's in there <laughs> I love that it's not even the full car <laughs> no it's just like this thing gonna take me to glory <laughs> oh we got the level out wait so who is John C. Ro- he's Robert Duvall's son no his his dad was a race car driver and died he died but he's like he's always been into driving you know but he doesn't actually race no he's like pit crew uh <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> so there's like, They're like piecing together a car in a barn. This is not how things would work. <laughs> there's so much to talk about <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> like I that um so, like, so this guy's like a legendary car builder. Not even really. It's just like he no, he's kinda like more almost like down and out. Okay, so this is like just a ragtag group of racers. It's like a ragtag group, and man, we're gonna get to the rubbing his racing montage. And this is a he nu- paints the car too. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> like so. I remember we saw this at the drive-through, and then we went to like Hardee's. <laughs> Fresh. Yeah, I kind of love the whole NASCAR aesthetic. If we gotta get into that real quick, how dope the cars look. Oh, without <laughs> a doubt. And you know, uh, and by the way, they call those liveries, like Ooh. with the look of the car, right? They call it livery. Oh man, this montage is so tight. I remember what like we so we saw this once, and then this was like when we first got HBO. This was a movie that played all the time on HBO, yeah. and I would watch it all the time. Damn, those are dope jerseys. Rubbing. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so Rowdy Burns. So has he's, no affiliation with Tom Cruise. He's just another driver. Well, no, they're they're on the same like they they have the same sp- sponsors. Oh, like, okay, yeah, they're like they're like, but no, they have no like affiliation officially. Dude, this is live. This song is sick. Yeah, no, this song's <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. Do you think is NASCAR really like this? They'd be crashing into each other like that all the time. I, <laughs> I mean, that's what's so like. I mean, woo. So it's so funny because this movie. Um, I mean, and I wish you looked it up because, like, this movie it was, it was like you, you couldn't get higher than Tom Cruise at the end of the '80s, right? 
and so like this is like the exa- the prime example of like them being like Tom Cruise can do no wrong. We're gonna put so they they paid sixty million dollars for this movie, and they it it doubled its money, but they were like they were expecting like triple the right. Money. Oh, so, so this like, wasn't like a gigantic hit. No, this was considered a disappointment, and they said it kind of like killed that era almost. Huh. Which I don't think it did really, because no. like, uh, well, no, it was like, like until like ninety two, ninety three, where it was like The Rock and like Bad Boys and stuff right. like that. But like, this kind of killed like that Tom Cruise era. Like, this is the last movie he made like this, right? True. And then until like uh, Mission Impossible, right? Um, but yeah, because it was like they're like, you love Top Gun, you're gonna love him. <laughs> Doing the world's most boring sport. Well, like, that's the thing. It's like I feel like I'm not into NASCAR at all. No, there's nothing. tons of people that are into NASCAR, but they're not into Tom Cruise. I don't think. Well, I mean, I just don't think they care, and like, I don't think like I. It would be like one of those things where it's like, you know, the things that you're really into, and then you see it dramatized. Yeah, I was going to use that skateboarding as an example. I've never seen skateboarding like accurately portrayed anywhere. And then you, so far, and, in fact, and it's like not only do you not. You not only do you not enjoy it, it's like you like you actively stoop. dislike yeah. it. Except for that streetwear show on HBO, they nailed it. Oh, that shit was how tight. to make it in America? <laughs> that's exactly that was exactly it. That's exactly right. how it is. Yeah. Um, Whoa! Watch out, <laughs> Tom! Get it under control. <laughs> so, like, a lot of this stuff is based on like is based on things that actually happen. I think it's going to come up right here where he's going to need to pit. He's like, I got a pit, and then the, the pit crew is all eating ice cream. <laughs> and that happened in, that happened in real life. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> what a rascal. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, here's the thing, and then it's like, this is why I find Tom Cruise so enjoyable, because he's like, <laughs> he's like the super dope leading man kind of guy, but he plays, like, out of his element, and, like, freaking out so good right true he does so like this whole thing it's like it's in, like he's not just like i instantly had it. right exactly yeah, <laughs> like i'm better. so cool like he plays not cool awesome like he yeah. does it perfectly yeah it's much more interesting to watch this dude be like a little unhinged yeah or like not and like he where he's Whoa. like dude he's fucking pissed about that ice cream <laughs> Yeah, like I think that's what makes him like so good is that because it's like I'm like honestly like leading men's now leading men now they don't really do that anymore. It's like no. you're like I'm the cool guy and I'm gonna be the cool guy for an hour and a half and then that's it. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like, like, yeah. He is not the strong silent type at all. Yeah, and he's like he plays like I'm like even like cocktail and stuff like that. Like Tom Top Gun maybe not really that right. much, but like and like the color of money definitely where he plays like. <laughs> I'm out of my own I'm freaking out. <laughs> like he does that so well where it's like that's enjoyable. Like so it's like the so like when he does actually finally get good at something you're like this is awesome. Right, right yeah. <laughs> and um uh, so like um Edge of Tomorrow is a movie like everyone talks about that movie as like kind of like a return to form for Tom Cruise cuz it's like like Mission Impossible is like totally him where he's just like I'm a badass the entire time. Right, I'm yeah. like super good at everything. Yeah. And so it's like, it's kind of like, it's not very... And then, uh, the montage in Edge of Tomorrow where he just keeps dying over and over again is like one of the best parts yeah, of the movie. Yeah, and so like they said, like, so I, I can't remember what review it was. I think it might have been AV Club, but they were talking about how it's like kind of a return to form from Tom Cruise where he gets to have, where he gets to show that like, 
you know, he's more enjoyable to watch fail than yeah. he is to watch, like, be good. <laughs> right. Like, it's not interesting to see somebody be really good at something, yeah. you know? And, um, so, yeah, so, like, the, like, the first half of this whole movie is just him kind of being <laughs> shitty, a <laughs> shitty race car driver. Losing it. Man, he's really good. And I mean, I I talk about it every single commentary. Where's Tom Cruise's Oscar? Um like firstly, isn't that the whole point of Scientology? Is that like, <laughs> right. you get, like how do they not give him an Oscar yet? <laughs> like he's the biggest Scientologist. They can't give him one? Brad Pitt's won one, right? That's a good question. I don't know. I should probably Because he's like more of the I would say like more of like an artsy Tom Cruise. Like a leading man that actually does like artistic stuff. I mean I don't know if he's ever won an Oscar, but man, you know we were talking about last night. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> I love it. I just <laughs> I love it. That's it. <laughs> I just love Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> and a I wish, good movie. And I really wish Tom Cruise was in it. One because I think it would make the movie better, and, and two so I could do a commentary of it. <laughs> he would have been a great cameo in that. Oh man, would he have been an Ocean's Thirteen cameo? <laughs> Brad Pitt. Let's see. Awards and nominations. Man, he's got a whole separate film awards. Academy Award. Yeah, he won for uh, 12 Years a Slave. Oh. But that was, that movie. Well, no, he was a producer. Uh, he was uh, the right. best picture. So he got a best picture, but he's been nominated a bunch. But, but he's man, never fuck won. fuck Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> back, back to Tom. Tom Cruise. <laughs> man, Brad Pitt's first <laughs> film role was Thelma and Louise. But Thelma and Louise came out like the same year as this. Right, like Tom yeah, Cruise was not, already a gigantic yeah, you superstar. you say it in other episodes, too. Like, I never would imagine that Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks are the same age-ish. They're like, yeah, they're like five years apart. Right. And, you know, Tom Hanks has aged gracefully where Tom Cruise has <laughs> carved his face up like a weird ghoul. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any of the... I saw Edge of Tomorrow, but I haven't seen any Mission Impossible since... Well, it's crazy because he's, like, almost 60 years old and he looks about the same as this. Yeah. But so the latest Mission Impossible is, like, fucking crazy because, like, the first scene is literally, like, him strapped to the side of the plane and it's one continuous shot and a plane takes off with him attached to the side of it what <laughs> yeah and it's actually him it's actually real like there's paparazzi <laughs> photos of it jeez dude settle <laughs> down and so he's like 60 years old hanging off the side of the plane as it takes off and it's so funny because it's like a close-up shot of his face as it takes off and like that you can really see his weird tooth thing in this where his like, tooth is in the center of yeah, his face. Yeah, center of his face. And so it's like, so as the plane takes off, and so it's like going like 200 miles an hour, or like however fast the plane needs to go, you can finally see his age. <laughs> it's just like the wind is like pushing his face into its actual, <laughs> its actual features. Right. <laughs> All right. So now Robert Duvall's taking him to school. We need yeah, to, so we need to rein Duvall, in this guy. Yeah. So he's ringing it. He ran, so this is like kind of, this is where they figure it out. Ooh, loose is fast. Another great quote from this movie. Dude, Robert Duvall is so good in this, and he's a hell of an actor, and I love him. Look at him drinking. Look at man, <laughs> that need, enamel I need, cup. I need a thousand of those coffee mugs. Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> That's funny. I did a snowboard race this past weekend, and somebody gave me and Matt the advice of loose is fast, and I did not realize it from Days of Thunder. <laughs> and I took that to heart, and I was like, I'm going to stay super loose That's this a, round. That's a beautiful sentiment. <laughs> Damn, you're a smart guy. <laughs> He must have just seen this movie too. 
<laughs> Loose is fast. He's like, yeah, I just watched this movie. I'm gonna do my friend's podcast. It's called, it's called Cruise Comments. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> So was this John C. Riley's first movie, or had he been in other stuff? No, it's like it's it's really funny because like everyone thinks that like Boogie Nights was kind of like his first movie or whatever, but he has been into so much stuff. Yeah, he's just been working for years. Because like even look at it, he looks really young, but he also still looks old. He looks older than me. Oh yeah, yeah, he's like definitely looks like at least thirty in this. Oh, Robert Duvall psyched. Yeah. So, so like basically the whole thing with this is, is like they're they're gonna meld their two. They're gonna I can't get over Fat Cat Randy Quaid. <laughs> get this dude out of here. It's funny he does fall off towards the end. Um. So it's like what they're gonna do is they're gonna it's it's gonna be a melding of the two. Uh, okay. So Tom Cruise's thing is he's just like super fast, but fucking he's, nuts. he's a wild child. Yeah. He t- he'll take the risks, but then Robert Duvall's telling him. You gotta like, you gotta do, you gotta do these things. I know what I'm doing. Does he say you gotta treat the track like a woman? Probably. That sounds great. <laughs> but so, anyways, so like how the car looks and like your your jackets and all that stuff in in NASCAR terms, it's called a livery. Mm-hmm. It's like you like that's the livery you're running because apparently in NASCAR, it's like it's not uncommon. Like you, everyone remembers like Jeff Gordon ran that like Dupont car, right? For like. 10 years or whatever. Yeah. But it's like not uncommon for you to like switch it up. Yeah. It's like very, it's very common. Speaking of, <laughs> as a matter of fact, motherfucker, you're a car guy. You sponsored a race car. I did. <laughs> it's the only advertising my business has ever done. <laughs> and it was like one of those open wheel dirt. I wish it was Tom Cruise. But yeah. You're, like, you're such a car guy. <laughs> when that opportunity came up, I was like, hell yeah. Absolutely, I'll sponsor, you sponsor your race. Your car, like you were part of a car's livery. Yeah. So, like the thing is, yeah. So it's weird with car drivers. So it's like people like own the cars or whatever, but then it's like a like the racer is sort of like his a free agent. So he could go run. For, he could you know work on another sponsor, like uh, all, all right. that stuff. So it's like it's really interesting. And then so as a matter of fact, in in homage of this movie, a race car driver recently ran. The, the racer and his crew ran this city Chevrolet livery. So maybe NASCAR people do like this movie. I they got to. Yeah, they got to. Maybe this just nails it. Maybe this is what NASCAR is like. They're like, they're like showing <laughs> Confederate flags in the first fifteen <laughs> seconds. We just got to set it up. Yeah. So this uh, like obviously what's going to happen is this is when he's going to win his first race. And Rowdy's like the top dog. Rowdy's the top dog, and they're like they're antagonists right now. Yeah, I I love how. So and I was like I was talking to um my girlfriend Danielle about this movie, and her dad is like super into NASCAR. He's a dirt Uh, chicken. Yeah, you got. I mean, they go hand in hand. (laughs) He's a dirt chicken. So um, yeah, and then so she was like, actually, like I know like a lot about a lot about NASCAR because I was like interested in it, and. Apparently, so like what they do is like firstly, like, so it's really interesting. So it's like so the car is like so because they're like they're stock cars. So it's essentially like they're driving like four Tauruses, but it's like a four Taurus taken to the extreme. Yeah, it's just like the shell is the shape of a four Taurus. No, but it's like even like the engine and stuff and like all that. They're no. like they're all like they're all made to like like very exacting specs. Oh, okay, 
and so it's like they all have to have like the same and so like they all like they are all tweaked to like this level where they fall within those specs but they're like fast and as light as possible mm. so, yeah it's like that's why they have like the outline of headlights and stuff right yeah so um and that's a weird thing too is like so this is like the dirt obviously nascar is very dirt chicken but then there's like grand prix and like formula one and all that stuff which i feel is like oh it's like very cool yeah and like high like very high-minded yeah it's yeah, like it's that's like, cool, like, a, like that's ascot territory right and like they're so similar but never they shall meet like it's it fu- couldn't be more different yeah because like mario andretti who's like a formula one racer he did stock car racing oh really and everyone was like boo you italian <laughs> right and that's in talladega nights too that's like sasha baron cohen is well that- actually there's the, that character is going to come up in days of thunder oh shit really <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but, so they're like, so they're made like this way. So they're like, they're essentially a stock car, like a car you could buy, but they're like stripped of everything that like all the creature comforts. So they're like, so it's essentially just like an engine inside plexiglass Yeah, is what they are or fiberglass. So, um, they're like, so your car, when the engine's running, it has all of these like pipes and things and all this stuff and exhaust and stuff like that that takes the heat made from an engine and <laughs> takes it away from your body. Yeah, this it's like the, that's, <laughs> it just goes directly onto you, right? And so you're wearing your racing suit, and so like it's like 120 degrees in there the entire time. And this is long. This is like hours. Yeah. it's long. So they all have like camelbacks that they wear. So they need to constantly be drinking. And then peeing, too. And they're peeing, so they piss in their suits. What? They don't have, like, a more sophisticated method? But they... no, it's like, it's like, it's like this weird, they, like, piss into this weird thing that takes it, like, out of, out of the suit. But, like, they put their dick into, like, a thing that, <laughs> that, like, is, like, a... They're ha- <laughs> It's, like, a pee receptacle. Yeah. So can you imagine having to piss going, like, 200 miles an hour with, like, cars banging <laughs> Dude, never. <laughs> Your dick is just banging up against this receptacle for four hours. Yeah, and that's the thing is, there's like, there's none of like the kind of creature comforts that we take for take for granted in a car. So it's like, it's probably like your hands are like numb from like shit, like all. Yeah, because like, there's no power every, steering. There's, you feel yeah. every single vibration. Because the shocks are like tight as shit to like right. to make you fast. So you feel like everything. Ooh, he just won. Yeah, he won. So this is the first time he won. Everyone's excited. Dude, I really fucking love their jackets. You can't fuck with neon green and black. It's so dope. It's tight. I would actually say that's close to like uh, one of Antilogy's signature colors of, of, of toxic yellow. Yeah, that's great. I'd say the city. The city part yeah. is, is toxic yellow. What was that color? Ours was toxic yellow and black, right? Uh, For the yeah. Wild and Innocent Cheer? I think so, yeah. It's a great look. You must get, like, super buzzed out, too, just, like, huffing in, like, oil and engine for the four hours. Yeah. Like, their face is all black. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually true, that your face gets all black <laughs> like that. I think no, that, I think I it think does. that was a stylistic choice. Well, why is he mad at Robert Duvall? Because Robert Duvall was like, because yeah, they were like, don't, don't, take, uh, don't pass him on the outside turn. Which is great, great advice because that's how Dale Earnhardt died. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt died on the track. He died on the track doing what he loves. Jerking off. <laughs> Wait, so is Dale Earnhardt the intimidator? 
Dale Earnhardt is the intimidator. So he wasn't dead at this point. He was not dead. No, he died in like he probably died in like two thousand or something. Whoa. Oh man. Here we're gonna see where the risk is real. Yeah. Um but so so he told him to take that turn and then but he was like he was like he was like, Harry, you told me never to take that take that turn like that and he was like, Don't worry, I put special tires on and it's like it's good. But he didn't put special tires on. Special tires were in his mind, yeah. man. <laughs> special tires are in your soul. Dog. There is a love story coming along too, right? Something for the ladies. Uh, yeah, there is, and there's going to be a lot of things to talk about <laughs> with who the love interest is. Woo. So, anyways, with this movie, I really don't think I've seen it since the drive-in. I must man, have. no, because yeah. dude, it was on HBO like literally every yeah. single day, and I watched it. I would always watch it until that mo- that until. Until, like, when they crash. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's some bad stuff coming. Well, I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, this movie is kind of, like... This movie, like... Do you think Tom Cruise ever actually, like, kicks back with a Budweiser like that? Never in his life. He's only done that in this movie (laughs) once. (laughs) Well, because, so, like, this movie is, like... This is sort of, like, this movie and this time in Tom Cruise's life... Like, uh, Top Gun was the start. Like, right. Top Top Gun was, like, a defining movie of an aesthetic of a person. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like, this sort of, like, this look, like, this Michael Bay look. This, yeah. like, you know, like, with the the high contrast. Everyone's sweaty for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's, like, le- yeah. yeah, the lens flares. It's, like, the and it's, like, everything is blue and orange. That was started... With Tony Tony Scott, rest his soul. By the way, what else did he make? He made Top Gun. He made this. He made a bunch of movies. Um, he was Ridley Scott's brother. Ah. he was. The, he was like I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do this. Um, you the the sibling project thing. The I, uh, the other thing where the least the less successful sibling who's still successful. <laughs> right. Yeah. So everyone at Tom and Terry, I'd like to say that like my brother is very successful. And um, it bums me out because I'm successful as well. But like, if Jim was less successful, like I, like everyone would be like super psyched on me. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Everyone's like, "How's your brother doing though?" (laughs) Owns his own business. So stupid. I'm like, "No, man, I'm doing great." (laughs) Check me out, man. Check me out. So like, that's the thing is, it's like like Brad Pitt's brother is not Brad Pitt. But he's like a super successful like software developer. He's a philanthropist. Like he's all this stuff. Like all of those things that like all of like the um, sort of philanthropy that Brad Pitt does. It's just through his brothers. Like things right. that he had already started. But he's not Brad Pitt. But everyone's like, man, that Brad Pitt. <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> he's like, I'm doing good, dog. <laughs> yeah, and another one is Chelsea Peretti and her brother. Oh, that's like the classic example. Yeah, Chelsea yeah, Peretti. Who's that, who's doing- is that John C. Riley's girlfriend or that's? I don't know who it is. Uh, so here comes a great part of this movie. We're going to have a little fun. So anyway, so this is a little... Oh, I remember this. I remember being very stoked on this as a young man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very <yeah>. sexy. <laughs> yeah, so, very sexual. So this is like kind of like... This is what we grew up with was it was like... So this is like... This aesthetic... Man, it really is just blue and orange. Yeah. Um. So this aesthetic is... You know... it. 
we grew up like so this is like a kind of defining movie of that aesthetic you know top gun is as well but we also grew up with like all of the knockoff like that's the dude look at that side pipe you think that's actual <laughs> or they put something in there they had to put something in there tom cruise is a little dude he's not does not have a huge old dick like that <laughs> side pipe <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> You think that was a stunt dong? That was a definitely a stunt dong. How humiliating must that be if you're an actor? <laughs> Dude, your side pipe ain't rocking it up. <laughs> Robert Duvall is loving this stripper. Like, Whoa, that is way out of bounds for think, a stripper. I don't think it's a stripper. I think it's a pro. Oh, ugh. <laughs> if you really think about the logistics of this, this seems wildly disturbing. Yeah, how are they- and also, how do they pay for this? And then the cops are in on it too. So everybody, either the cops are in on it too, or they paid like they got a fake car. Well, they are stock car racers. They got a fake car, dude. And the cops probably love it. Oh, dude, (laughs) you just won that NASCAR race, (laughs) dude. Hell yeah. Maybe that was an actual cop. Ooh, babes are coming out. Look at that shirt. It's so sick. But so like we grew up with like movies like this, but we also grew up with like all we watched were like the shitty knockoff action movies, right? That we're just, like, trying to do this aesthetic and doing it very poorly. Right. But when you're a kid and you don't have, like, a discerning eye, it all just blends together you're like, and they're yeah, all so good. Tight. Yeah. Like, you could have told me, like, I don't know, like... Oh, fucking... so now he has a new sponsor, No More City Chevrolet. Yeah, now he's Superflow. And the funny thing is, City uh, City Chevrolet is a real dealership. Um, but, so... We, yeah, like, you could have told me, like... You could have told me Tony Scott directed, like, Kickbox, and I'd be like, that makes sense. They're both really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. He is good at making movies. He's a really good director, and uh, yeah, that movie's really cool. So this is like heads above a kickboxer. Like, if you watch, like, because you look at this now, and it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like you see the production value. Like, it looks beautiful. Like, yeah, I can say whatever you want about the story and like what you're actually watching, but it's like objectively, like, I mean, yeah, it looks, it looks like they're really going fast. And it's like you could take a frame from it. Ooh, Rowdy Burns is such a dick. I know. Like you could take a like you could take a frame from that and it like it looks like a beautiful photo. Right. Right? Like like very they're very dynamic. Like you know, time's put into these shots. Mm-hmm. So, but like this movie, kind of like they had to retool after this because like they were like you love like they're like NASCAR. Everyone's gonna love it, and like this movie like kind of sucked. Yeah, because it's like I mean it's kind of exciting to watch this stuff, but it's like every scene is the same. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, it's like, you know, an airplane is much more interesting than driving yeah. a car. But, um, so this movie is also, this is like, around this time is where, like, kind of, it's really crazy how quick this turn happens. So we're riding high, he just saw that pro. Okay, the race so this ju- is- The race just started, by the way. So this is the point where it's like you're supposed to drive towards the wreck. Does he say that at yeah. some point? I am amazed. It, I have thank God I haven't come across a car wreck because I would follow that advice <laughs> and kill myself. <laughs> I so that's so like it ju- it's just like boom, it just happens, and like boom, like the movie completely changes. It's a so bit. before before this happened, Robert Duvall told him to drive towards the wreck. Or he told him not to. He told him to slow down, and Tom Cruise was like, yo, it's draft towards it. <laughs> yeah, I think in life, if I came across a car wreck, that would like flip through my mind, and I would just pile into the car, just like he did. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just thinking. So one time, me and Jim were driving back from Christmas Eve, and it was an insane snowstorm. Like there was probably like there's probably like close to three or four inches of snow on the highway. Mm. People were skidding out, dumping it left and right, and we were just like driving like thirty miles an hour. <laughs> She's uh, just trying to drop me off at the train station, and we're driving down the highway. And then all of a sudden, like all of the cars in front of us, like dump it, like they just like all start skidding out. So Jim slams on his brake and starts spinning, and all Jim does, <laughs> he's spinning and like pulling e brakes and like turning the wheel. And he's just going control slide, control slide. I got it. I had it. We did a full 360 and kept going. It was so tight. Control slide. I got it. And we were literally inches from from guardrails from other cars. Like, it was like, it could have, we weren't going so fast that, like, it would have been, we would have been injured. Oh, shit. Nicole Kidman's the love interest? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Nicole Kidman is the love interest. Is this where they met? (laughs) <laughs> so what's very interesting about this so this is like finally when he's getting his tendrils I thought it was Carrie Russell at first they kind of look alike right here Carrie Russell was in one of the Mission Impossibles ah. anyways Nicole Kidman so um, this is when he was finally getting his tendrils into the um, this is another great scene of him like not keeping his cool by the way mm-hmm. that's what makes him a great like action movie star they need to like utilize right, him yeah you don't need fucking some dude in there just being like, hey, man, I got this. I got this. Whatever. Yeah. I'm blind, bro. <laughs> oh, he can't see right now? Yeah, because his brain's swollen. Oof. And so, like, and he, so he's freaking out because he's like, oh, I'm blind now. Um, but. Man, Robert Duvall loves him. Yeah. another bit. So this is, like, literally like Talladega Nights. <laughs> oh, is it? Does this happen with Talladega Nights? Yeah, he gets into a really bad car crash. Oh, right. And then he's scared to race. Then his dad comes back. And car- that movie is tight. We should watch that after. <laughs> It's on Netflix. It's so funny. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I think of Jesus as like a singer with an <laughs> angel band. It's so goddamn funny. I'm in the front row and I'm hammer drunk. <laughs> I'm <just> hammer drunk. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> like, and then this scene where... <laughs> Where he's talking to uh, Michael Clark Douglas, he's like, "I hope you have two beautiful boys." <laughs> and they grow big and strong, <laughs> and then God takes their life. <laughs> two beautiful boys. So this is you were saying Tom Cruise is getting his tendrils into what Scientology. So like he's become, oh, okay. Like, now he's like now he's pulling power moves in Hollywood where he's like, "I want to make a movie about NASCAR because I'm a car guy, just like James Moore." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "I want Nicole Kidman in the movie." And then he was like, he saw her in another movie, and he was like, "Bring her to me." Oh, <laughs> Creepy, right? Yeah. And then they were, and then they like, and then he was like, and then they did Far and Away right after this. Ooh, I don't think I've seen that. I haven't either, yeah. but I'm gonna have to eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, and then he was like, "We're gonna do Far and Away together, where we're gonna play love interests again, and then we will be wed." And you will be my bride <laughs> until, <laughs> I, until ne- I tire of you. <laughs> they never had kids. No, they did. They did? And as a matter of fact, like, Tom Cruise has, like, an adopted, like, 20-year-old, like, Nigerian kid. Really? Yeah. Like, because he, ha- he was... That's a pretty fucked up joke, John C. Look, they're having a blast. Yeah. So he, like, yeah, so, like... He- 
I mean, I talk about this on Tom and Terry all the time. It's like the fact that everyone's like, he's gay. And he's like, he's straight as fuck. I think he might go both ways. No. But like everyone's saying like. It seems like, like he wants to experience life. I th- all it has to offer. <laughs> he's, a, he's a pansexual <laughs> deviant, dog. <laughs> Good for him. Oh. oh, so he thinks this is another stripper. Yeah. But it is not. This is such a good, this is such a sick look. And it's especially a sick look because he was like, I want to fuck you. And I'm going to write a scene where, literally, I've written this movie and I'm going to write a scene where you put your hand on my dong. And this, is she Australian in this movie? She has an Australian accent? Hey, yeah. I like that she like uh, married after this. She married. Don't you mean this? My sweet, my sweet dog. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> don't you mean my sweet dog? I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, Robert DeVos loving it, going for the Oscar. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I see. Call them grapes. <laughs> There's a lot, it's a of, lot of grapes. <laughs> it's an absurd amount of grapes. Um, so anyway, so this movie was like the height of a certain era of movies. And then they were like, the studios were like, I'll give you literally all of the money. So, um, and they filmed a lot of this at um, actual NASCAR races. Okay. So like there'd be a NASCAR race. And you know, it's like, there's like a pack in NASCAR where it's like yeah, all yeah. 30 cars are all in a, like in a pack and they just like go around. Right. So they like. During actual NASCAR races, they would have the pack, and then they staggered these other cars that were like... Oh, classic scene. This is a fantastic (laughs) scene. Man, they're such racers. Not racers. Tom Cruise. It's Michael Rooker, right? Is his name? Yeah. Tom Cruise and Michael Rooker are in wheelchairs. We're going next to each other, hating each other's guts. Tom Cruise got to go a little faster. And this is classic Tom Cruise era where he always wore suits with no tie. That Such was a weird a, look. It look <laughs> it's like dying for a bolo tie, it looks like. <laughs> Dude, you're thirsty for a bolo tie. In that Put look. something around your neck. So these dudes are just out of control, wheelchairing down a hallway right now. Because they're just like such racers. They can't not race. It's in their blood. <laughs> they're, they're, they're some hounds for racing. <laughs> Oh, oh, she, she is. is Nicole like, Kidman, oh. not amused. This is the look every single girlfriend's given me my entire <laughs> life. Anytime I'm, do- anytime I'm enjoying myself, <laughs> you think that's cool? Uh, you suck. <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay, so now we're getting the. Do they both have the same brain injury? Why are they getting consulted together? This is like the head of NASCAR or whatever. Okay. And he's like, yeah, so he's like, so he's like, can I put my boys back on the track? And she's like, hell no. She's like, no. <laughs> As the king of Nassau, <laughs> NASCAR, I say. Man. Wait, no, the king of NASCAR is actually very funny because he's, uh, his back is to the audience right now and he's in a chair and he's like, got his arms behind his back <laughs> and he's going to do a very dramatic reveal. <laughs> This is not the king of NASCAR. This is not the king. This is the vice president. There he oh, is. Yeah, there. I'm the king of NASCAR. Oh, please uh, tell me it's the intimidator. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been a crucial, a crucial cameo. <laughs> and boom, it's this guy. Who oh, like, dude. Boss <laughs> hog. 
Yeah. So yeah. So that's like such such a classic. With actors like this, like that dude has to walk around with that face and that voice. Like he's great for these roles. Well, you know what's interesting? I think he died recently, but he had like he was like on like either Law and Order or one of those shows for like a really long time. He's a former senator. I can see that. He could play a senator for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he did. And he also did it in real life. Like, he was a former senator, and he got done. He was like, I'm done making rules for the for the country. <laughs> I got this face, and I got He's this warbly like, voice. What can I say? I caught the action bug. <laughs> it's a ve- very weird thing that happened. That's amazing. Could you imagine being, like, super successful as a politician and be like, We'll give this active thing a whirl. He's like, and hey. then all of a sudden you're in Days of Thunder. King <laughs> he's, like, he's like, hey man, the world's a stage. <laughs> we are merely players. <laughs> Isn't everything acting? <laughs> Damn deep. <laughs> I really wish he was super pretentious. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why did we? Why did we vote for you? <laughs> what do you do? I always play a southern dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a thespian at heart. Making laws? That's just my side gig. <laughs> my passion. I mean, thanks for the votes and all. But thanks for yeah. the votes. You know, you know I'll, tr- I'll try to do good by my constituency. But my, re- my heart, <laughs> my heart lies treading the boards. <laughs> so what's Robert uh, I'd like the motion. I'd like the motion on the floor to make everyone come check me out in community theater doing <laughs> Othello. I'll see you there, Sander. <laughs> So Robert Duvall is going to add her to the team. You can't add a doctor. She'd be like, no, I'm a doctor. <laughs> well, how does she get in the mix? Because she needs to keep on, like, that's what that whole scene was about. Like, she's like, I need to keep on, like, you guys are fine for the moment or whatever, but I need to keep on monitoring you guys and make sure your brains aren't all, <laughs> aren't all jelly. <laughs> it's interesting because it's like, I don't know, like, sports are, like, are something that, we don't really talk about the fact that, like, they really fuck you up. Yeah. And they make your brain really bad. And, like, they're saying that's why, why OJ killed his wife. Really? Yeah, because he's like, his brain is all, like, fucking jelly from a million concussions. And, I mean, just, like, that lifestyle can't really help either, where it's just, like... Yeah. Well, have you ever watched Ballers? Surprisingly... Surprisingly poignant show. <laughs> no, I've never seen Ballers. So <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, Ballers? <laughs> ballers? Oh, it's a pretty good show. Uh, but it is, and it's just like they talk about that stuff on it all the time. Where it's like... Um, when did this movie come out? Uh, I think in 89 or 90. Cool. But You're going to look so up that it, car. Classic car guy. I want to see what's up with this 89 BMW. <laughs> so, so this movie, so it was like the studios were giving them all this money. So like Jerry Bruckheimer, Robert Town, and all these people, they would go to these like NASCAR events in like Kentucky or whatever to like film, do research, whatever. They would go to them and they'd be like, mm-mm, not baller enough. And they would like, they would, they would rent out like entire buildings next to the racetracks and they would just be like, they're like coke dents. What? Yeah, like how crazy is that? <laughs> and like apparently they spent like like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like to more, just have a cool place to chill while they were filming. Yeah, just be like, <laughs> like, like 
<laughs> like naughty and then there there was like stuff like this movie went so insanely over budget and over time like with just like the weirdest shit because yeah, it doesn't seem like it should be that hard to film and it was just like they would just like yeah it would just like they would get into arguments about like the weirdest stuff and then they would all right so now we got another classic <laughs> I, like, I, like, I love it it was just like all right just, shut up mike I, oh dude he gives him the finger <laughs> just, just in case you forgot we're race car drivers and we hate everybody oh and they're going to meet the king of nascar but they're racing there in two rented cars yeah don't end up that. on the beach <laughs> just keep watching <laughs> there's a funny i have a funny bit of trivia about that beach scene so oh, this beach on the beach now that was quick yeah why so did you go on the beach man they're just fucking indoors oh what a time <laughs> everyone so this, dude, it's so sick. <laughs> By the way, you can see that, like, obviously in that last shot, the, the that car went underwater. <laughs> the car obviously fucking dumped it <laughs> directly. Into the, like that, that car was in the ocean now. <laughs> that car was cash. <laughs> like, like even this scene, like they didn't have to hit each other. That car, like, this think does about look like bad boys. Think about like the amount of four Tauruses they trashed for this one thirty oh seconds. Oh my god. Oh. So anyway, so during that scene where like they and then like all the seagulls like fly away. Yeah. So that scene, the first time they shot, so like they lured all the seagulls there with a bunch of like uh, breadcrumbs or whatever. And uh, the first time they shot it, killed like a hundred seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Cost of doing business. <laughs> just just ran them all down. But yeah, it looks exactly like Bad Boys. So this, yeah. uh, this aesthetic, like that. Jer- so this is like the thing where it was like Jerry Bruckheimer was more important than the director because it's like Tony Scott directed this, Michael Bay directed it, fucking right. Simon West directed yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They all look exactly like yeah, like whoever. Yeah, like The Rock, I think was directed by Simon West, uh-huh. or maybe it was directed by Michael Bay. I don't know, but like they all look exactly the same. And it's yeah, it's sort of like that weird like high contrast like hazy. Yeah. I thought that was James Vanderbeek. That's not James Vanderbeek. That's Carrie. Uh, James Vanderbeek would have been. No. So this is the fucking uh, Sasha Baron Cohen role. So he's coming in as like. He's like the, the new, replacement for. Yeah, him. he's like the new hotshot. And he comes from the world of Grand Prix? Or just somewhere. I don't know if he does, and I don't even know if he's pra- playing British in this. But, you know, that's what they're going yeah. for. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, we need an even prettier pretty. Yeah, yeah you're too beautiful. <laughs> I want to uh, hang out with Robert Duvall. He <laughs> seems like really cool. All right, so the love connection's about to start. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is it's it like I personally like like if I was going to make a movie, it would probably have this aesthetic. Like I yeah, think it looks really good. If you're gonna make a movie, make a movie. And it's funny because I was like watching Magnolia, and it's like it is really funny how much of it, like how much of that visual language it shares with movies like this. I don't know. I've never seen Magnolia. It's <laughs> so weird. What are you doing? Uh, what is the other I one? I did listen to the Magnolia commentary. <laughs> you've also ne- you've also never seen um, the Wedding Singer, which you would love, by the way. 
I think I've uh, at a party I saw it and it was like in the background, like how we're watching this recently, like two years ago. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> you'd love it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I feel like I got yeah, all... Yeah, like, even this shot. Like, oh, this yeah. shot, like, what? how the many movies... asphalt is, like, so classic. You yeah. gotta have that. Yeah, I feel like I got everything I needed from Magnolia from the podcast. I'm good. You and Andrew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> False. Oh, man, they fell in love quick. Yeah. Oh, she loves him. That was good. That was good acting. See that look of love? <laughs> that was good acting. <laughs> I bought it. And so in life, how much taller is she than him? Um, probably He looks small in this scene. I would say that no. I would say that he's he might be standing on something. <laughs> <laughs> he's what, five six? No, I think like five eight or something. Like, oh, that's not short. That's tall. <laughs> that's a good, that's a reasonable height yeah, for a like, man. I think the thing. Well, I think the thing is, is that like he, like as a normal sized guy, you'd be like, oh, whatever. Yeah, but I had to be like a movie star. Yeah, you'd be like, whoa, you're like super short. I'm kind of digging that haircut. Yeah, pull that off. That haircut. <laughs> yeah. Why are you digging that haircut? <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> what kind of look are you going for? Tom uh, Cruise in the 80s. Uh, like Tom Cruise dirt chicken? <laughs> Wild lion's mane. Oh, they're totally going to kiss. They're probably going to kiss, yeah. Damn. This is steamy. Oh, dude, this is where it happens. Does the movie have a sex scene in it? Uh, no, it has like a pre-sex scene. Or no, post-sex scene. Is there any movies that still have sex scenes in them? It's a, no, because it's like now it's like if you're going to have a sex scene, it has to be like, if you're like, ooh, that's provocative. Like you can't, Oh, yeah, like in Deadpool, it was like a joke. Yeah, like yeah. you have to like, it's like not you can't just like be like. It's, it used to be such a staple. Oh yeah, where it's like you like. Well, it's interesting because it's like <laughs> remember our when we were kids, our mom gave us like we had a bunch of different VHSs, and one was Conan the Barbarian, which we've seen an absurd amount of times. And there's a sex scene in there that she had dubbed out, so all you see is Conan walking into this little like hut, and then cut, and then him walking out. And we would always ask her what happened in the hut. Our mom told us that he crushed a woman in there, and that it was too gross for us to see. He killed her. He crushed her. He didn't say kill she said crushed because there's so many people get killed in that movie what would be the big deal it was the crushing (laughs) way to think on your feet mom (laughs) uh he uh crushed her (laughs) what happened with conan that pretty lady in the hut oh he crushed crushed her super gross yeah you don't want to see that shit shit. (laughs) oh she wonders why we're so weird now I don't think like uh, our childhood we had mo- we were much of um, we had no Tom Cruise VHSs we weren't watching Top Gun. No, it was like really funny because like I talk about you should have done more karate movies. We they, no, see, it's like now it's like post sex. So yeah. They, well, no, it's post sex. Yeah, and then they had this scene which is like this is like, and it's so funny because 
um, what's it called? In Armageddon, they essentially do the same exact scene, but with the animal crackers. I've never seen it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fact, never seen it. What are you doing with your time? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I've seen Talladega Nights like 20 times. Yeah, I've seen it. See Talladega Nights uh, 100 times. Um, but yeah, I always talk about like our our um, growing up, like how it was really weird how... Um, so we grew up like super rural where we didn't have actual television for probably right, so until I was, like, probably as I was like eight or nine. So like probably you were like 10. We didn't have actual television. And so we would just watch tapes and our dad would come home every night from work and he would bring a new tape for us to watch. Like, and it was always weird action movies. And then, so it was like, so it was two boys, one dude. And one dudish mom. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, uh, action movies <laughs> with sexy babes in them. <laughs> and everybody's happy. <laughs> action movies with sexy babes. <laughs> and it's like, that's all we watched. So it's like, there's like tons of movies from like the late 80s and early 90s that like are like staples of people's childhoods. And I was like, never watched them. No. Once. But I was like, I was like, and Nickelodeon, uh, we me. missed like all of Nickelodeon. Yeah. I was like, tell me, uh, <laughs> you can talk about these like weird, uh, cause we would watch like, it got like we went through so many that it would be like the weird like hong kong japanese action movies that were dubbed yeah oh yeah we were like big into jackie chan like og hong kong jackie chan yeah and it was like these weird like they were like not even famous for they weren't even famous for like hong kong action movies no and then another weird one was we had the pilot episode of Voltron on a tape, which until like four years ago, I thought Voltron was a movie and just had a really weird ending. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, we had a bunch because, yeah, we would have a bunch of movies that, um, that like people, <laughs> people were like, oh, your kids are so sad. Yeah, our grandma uh, would like tape us Nickelodeon and we had like a Nickelodeon. So tape. I was like, so like I would watch an episode. Like we had a bunch of like single episodes of all these like weird 80s cartoons. Like we had like, we had Silverhawks. Like we had three episodes of Silverhawks. <laughs> and that's it. And that's all <laughs> yeah, we've ever seen. Apparently there's like 30 of them. Yeah, dude, Voltron was on for like 10 years and we've seen the pilot. That's it. Do you remember one? It was I think it was called Dino Riders, where it was like oh hell yeah futuristic dinosaurs. <laughs> so sick! And there Good was like show. apparently there was a bunch of episodes of that. And like, yeah, I, I think we had like one hour long episode and watched it like it was a movie. Yeah, we're like oh dude, it's so tight. <laughs> yeah. Wonder what happens. Never we'll know. Never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember the episode of Voltron we had and <laughs> Voltron like being destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> you're like damn. Guess, <laughs> that, guess that weird space alien one. Yeah, Bummer. we had like a couple GI Joes. Yeah. How'd they become friends? I missed that. Well, you know, they bonded after they, like, did They rental, both have fucked up brains. R- rental car racing and stuff. And so, like, that was the thing that, like, the king of NASCAR was like. The king of NASCAR was like, you need to fucking get it together, <laughs> bros. And now they're on their speedboat. Oh. Die in your life. What if they kissed right now? <laughs> Ooh, that would fuck things up. A little E2 Mama Tommy in <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> so, I mean, you get what's going to happen here. Michael Rooker is... Tom Cruise going to die? Tom Cruise's brain is fine. Michael Rooker's brain is all fucked up. He can't race anymore. Tom Cruise can. 
Michael Rooker's gonna uh, Michael Rooker's gonna end up being on Tom Cruise's side, and they're gonna defeat Carrie Elway's that Car- fucking pretty boy, <laughs> beautiful man. <laughs> I love that Tom Cruise were like got to take down that pretty boy. <laughs> Too handsome. <laughs> Tom Cruise, salt of the earth, southern I, I, gentleman. I, I, I guarantee, I guarantee, he was like, you know, I wanted Princess Bride. You yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch. You know, I wanted that movie. <laughs> he would have been horrible in Princess Bride. I know, he's like too weird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so like you get it. I mean, it's like the same thing with all those movies, where it's like him and Iceman eventually be end up being yeah. bros. Whatever. So I guess now's a good time to talk about the main thing with like what's kind of shitty is is like Tom Cruise has had a, an amazing career for thirty years. He's a fucking awesome actor. I think he like. Well, do you think he's underrated as an actor? No. As in, well, no. I mean, he's, he's like only, the last time he was nominated was for Magnolia. I think like his celebrity is uh, comparable to his acting ability. But I don't think people like recognize. No, no, no. like, oh man, I gotta see that new Tom Cruise movie for the acting. But like, I think he's like a really good actor. I mean, he kind of plays the same guy. But like when he, uh, but like the thing is, like that's like I think he is underrated, and I think he just doesn't take the right role. Oh, totally. Like I think he could. I don't like, think he has any interest in those kind of roles. I know it sucks. Like <laughs> he could have been like Tom Hanks, where he could like, where he could you know like fucking, you know, be like tenderizing meat with Oscars, but like he just chooses not to for some reason. Yeah, and it's like most. I mean, even like Mark Wahlberg was in I Heart Huckabees. Like, man, God, that movie's. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like besides Magnolia, he hasn't done anything artistic really. No, he doesn't, and it's like it's a bummer for me. And I think he could like really like kill it. And I think he's a really good actor, and he's really underrated. But the whole point of this conversation is the fact. Oh, this is like the thing where he's like, I don't know how to race. Oh god, he's scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> oh god, I'm scared. Um, so my whole thing with him is is that like, Talladega Nights is the same movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, so weird, right? Yeah. Um, so I wonder if there's an interview where John C. Riley talks about that. Got There's to gotta be right. Yeah. Um, do you think they ever like hang out and have dinner together? Ever no, once? Because no. I know John C. Riley is not like so. This is like the big thing is like Tom Cruise is forever going to be tied to this fact that he's a Scientologist. Which, by all accounts, Scientology is almost as weird as like being a Catholic. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But like, he's always going to be tied to that because it's like they're like yeah. so weird. And like he like the fact of the matter is like people are like. Yeah, so he intentionally blows out his engine, which happened in real life. Someone actually did this. Because they were scared? No, they were, I think they did it like because they were pissed off or something. I don't know. But the, the fact of the matter is people are like, Tom Cruise doesn't actually believe in Scientology. Like They're just like holding him hostage because in the initial stages of Scientology... Right. They get everything about you. Yeah, so like, he was like, dude, I think about like touching butts. <laughs> But that's like, who cares? But so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's he gotta believe in it. Like, I think he honestly believes that there's aliens inside of his blood, like ancient aliens. I think that's more. It's more believable than the fact that Tom Cruise, who's a billionaire at this point, who could essentially never work another day in his life. Because I mean, I don't know how to say this, but it's like he must be kind of dumb. Not because he's got to be. He's been like. I mean, you've had since you were like twenty. You've had everybody just agreeing with you all the time. It must yeah. make you really stupid. So yeah, like, like you would be like the only the only logical reason to because he's like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm fucking right. Maverick. Yeah, he lives There's like no fucking Maverick. There's no way I'm fucking gay. It's got to be aliens. Yeah, and he lives like such an illogical life that it's like 
That's not that, weird. The closest thing he could find to logic is that there's ancient aliens inside of his Yeah, brain. the way his average day goes is so different than our average day that we can't even like comprehend what it's like right yeah. and so like that's so Scientology must make sense so it makes sense and it's like that's why it's like the thing of like tom hanks that i always bring up who was not decidedly not a scientologist is the fact that like he got married at like 23 so like when he was on like bosom buddies mm-hmm. and stuff like that he had a wife and kid right because it's like because like colin hanks like his son yeah is he, like my age no he's like an old man he's like 40 really yeah he's like <laughs> oh, old shit. He's like oh old. yeah because like orange county he was like 20 and we were in high school yeah i think he's like close to 40 because like tom hanks is like close to like i don't know if he's close to 40 but he's no he's like an, he's an older man he's yeah. like he has a kid like tom hanks is like a grandfather I, I'm like I can't even imagine Tom Cruise with a kid. I'd like that you told me him and Nicole Kidman had kids. Yeah, he has like teenage kids. Yeah, could you fucking imagine if Tom Cruise was your dad? Well, he didn't even show up to his kid's wedding. What? Yeah, that was like a big thing. Fuck. His why? daughter's wedding. He didn't show up to it. Jesus. He's probably hanging off the side of a fucking airplane. He's like, I'm busy. I'm busy like making a trust fund for your for your children. So chill the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have, I mean, obviously, to do like this kind of work, you have to be like a crazy, like so self-involved. But I mean, yeah, and then like have everybody just like cater to your every whim, and like agree with you all the time. It must. I don't can't even imagine what that must be like. It's so weird. And so, like, yeah, I guess that is a good point. That it's like I think he, oh, he's rubbing him in the in the pit lane. Dude, Russ is a dick. Russ Wheeler. I just thought Rage Against the Machine was going to start playing. I don't know why I heard like, <laughs> a the, little guitar chord. Bulls on Parade. It sounded like Bulls on Parade. <laughs> the fucking 10 years before that album came well, out. Well, yeah, it's really interesting. As I, I actually wanted to talk to you about the music of this movie is the fact that this music, this is one of like the first high-profile gigs for... And Tom Cruise asked for it. And so like that's the thing is it's like not only is Tom Cruise a good actor, he's good at understanding like the anatomy of movies Mm -hmm. where he was he suggested this composer whose name is hans zimmer whoa yeah so hans zimmer did the music for this and tom cruise is like man there's something about this guy i really like him where it's like the sound of this movie is like the sound of like this yeah totally yeah it's a sound and then it's like hans zimmer is obviously like changed into like he's essentially made the sound of modern Mm-hmm. big budget movies right yeah like, so that's like where i say like tom cruise must be kind of dumb in certain ways he's like a genius in other ways yeah like yeah. he was like dude that hans zimmer he's like really good and then also like tom cruise has had, had like movies he hasn't appeared in he's had an amazing like producing career like he's attached himself to like really really good movies like what you can look it up but there's like a bunch that you're like oh he produced that um Whoa, <laughs> he said low down shit ass racing. <laughs> low down shit ass racing. <laughs> Robert Duvall is the best part of this movie by far. Low down shit ass racing. Whoa, okay, so race is over and Cole wants his tires changed. Yeah. So like, he produced like Ask the Dusk. Produced the John Fonte novel, yeah, like well, like the movie right, version yeah. of that. Like he produced that. He produced like Shattered Glass, that movie Narc. Remember that movie Narc, no. the Joe Carnahan movie. He produced the Whoa. others. Like he's you know like he produces stuff. Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> that is some low-down shit-ass racing right there. <laughs> Post-race activity. So Kerry always won the race, and then Tom Cruise flips out and runs into his car while he's doing his victory lap. So yeah, so there's a lot like this movie is like a lot of it. Oh shit! And then Randy Quaid just fired him. Yeah, so they're all fired now. Damn, this is some bad news bears. Man, these establishing shots are fantastic. Yeah, it looks great. Blue. Uh, <laughs> like, I want to like put one on yeah. the wall. <laughs> that actually kind of be a tight. It looks so dope. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's a beautiful shot from Days of Thunder. It's an establishing shot of a Hilton from uh, Days of Thunder. Um. So, but like, yeah. So, like, do you you think he legit believes in Scientology, or they're like, like, you know, like you know the full thing of Scientology? Uh, where, yeah, I think. Where it's like B fifty two bombers flew. If you're at the top of Scientology, like he is, and it must just work so well for you, like, how could you not believe it? Because he like reaps all the benefits of it. Yeah, and it's like all these things where it's like if you just believe in this thing and like all these good things are happening, it's like fucking awesome shit is happening for me. Right, yeah, and he like probably thinks a lot of that has Jesus, would he stop crashing cars? (laughs) 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 What now he's racing a cab driver. Why is he racing a cab driver? He just loves to race. Dude, that cab driver is super good at driving cars. Um to be honest, like I, we were, I've been busting your traps about being a car guy, uh, but like I'm a car movie guy. Oh yeah, it's the best. Show. Yeah, like dude, like watching cars drive really fast on screen. I don't it's love great. anything more. Oh, it's so good. Like Gone in sixty seconds is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Another Jerry Bruckheimer joint. Is it, dude? He like how much money has he made? He has made, like, an insane amount of money. Like, all of his movies, like, he doesn't really make that many flops. No. And it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, all of his look, like... It, yeah, there's just, might, like, this formula, and you just plug in the different story. And he, like... But, like, he might as well be the director of those movies, because right. like, they all look, like, exactly the same. He's a good actor. <laughs> He's a good actor. <laughs> yeah, like, but I mean, that's the thing is, it's like everyone was like, "When are you going to give Leo an Oscar?" Man, fucking Leo was a baby when this movie came right. out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be in like kind of a goof, but still like the star. Yeah, and I, I think I don't think enough people give him credit for that. Like, the fact that, like, he, like, I think he makes a lot of movies where he's, like, such, like, a Jack Reacher and shit like that, where he's, like, such a cool Those guy. Those teeth are weird. Yeah, he's got really, well, it's funny, because I can't wait to get to the earlier movies where he still has a fucked up grill. He had fucked up teeth? He had really fucked up teeth. Like, in the, I think in The Outsiders and then, like, Legend and stuff like that, he has fucked up teeth. Dude, I love <laughs> like giving him these shitty old boots, and he's just trying to be a good old boy. <laughs> but it's it's Tom Cruise's face. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, no, he's dude, like, he is like handsome, like a woman. Yeah, it's like, whoa, look at that fucking car! Holy oh, shit! Oh man, he misses a dirt track. <laughs> oh man, what a beautiful scene. He's just a car guy, man. It's Tom Cruise at a laundromat, which he wouldn't be doing his own laundry, which is super weird. Um, Looking out at some Camaros racing on a dirt track longingly. 
Oh, man. Yeah, so, like, I kind of don't even remember this from the last time I watched it, but, yeah, I guess this is, like, him going back to his home. Is his home, like, a nursery school? There's, like, ten kids in there. I think he's just, like, a dirt chicken where he has, like, like all of his sisters have, like, 15 kids. What is up with dirt chickens and keeping babies, by the way? I mean... They're probably the people who should keep the babies the least. Yeah. Oh, no, he's at fucking homeboy's house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, like, like, I want to kind of talk, like, so this is, like, the first time, like, dirt chickens got their, like, got their due. But, it, like, not even, because the fucking stupid Tom Cruise is playing them. So, but I want to talk about dirt chickens. <laughs> <laughs> what about them? Which is a phrase that you originated. No, Javon Stafford did. Okay. Yeah. But, like, explain a dirt chicken. Because I have a, like, I think I have a great... We use it way broader than, like, his original... No, because we have a very specific thing. And I think mine is, like, a kind of good term for it. Which is... Not all dirt chickens are juggalos. But every juggalo is a dirt chicken. True. It's like the... It happens a lot in upstate New York. Where it's like the intersection of redneck and a little bit of hip-hop. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Kid Rock. Kind Kid of, Rock is yeah. like a very dirt chicken kind of guy. Yeah, yeah and like kind of like that weird Midwest. There's like a lot of dirt chickens because yeah. like, it's not redneck. Shoes. It's not redneck. It's not necessarily NASCAR and stuff like that. It's no. not like Hick or anything like right. that. But yeah, it's like it's a very specific thing, and it's another one of like kind of your terms that I adopted, that you adopted from somebody else that my friends have adopted now. And then pretended like they invented it, and they're telling me what a dirt chicken is. I'm like, that's not a dirt chicken. <laughs> well, we use it to like mean anything now, like any redneck. Yeah, yeah. But, well, I guess well because I was saying like, dude, like, um, like Collins. Yes, the guitar player in your first band was a fucking dirt chicken. <laughs> his family was fucking dirt chickens. So his dad was obsessed with Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Where their house was covered in covered it. in Dale Earnhardt stuff, like they had like legit like dog. You like a race car driver so much, you're like all your plates have his face on. Them. The people like because Bob Snow, like one of my friends growing up, his dad was the same way. And like, was it about Dale Earnhardt? Yeah, and they I think they hated Jeff Gordon because Jeff Gordon's like the Tom Cruise, like yeah. like a pretty boy douche. And they're like, no, need a mustache. It's so weird that like he would like man like because that was like one of those things where it was like he was beloved. By like, if you were into NASCAR, you were like, "Well, it's it was kind of it was sort of like it was like Wayne Gretzky or whatever." Where right. It was like you could be into hockey, so you really loved Wayne Gretzky, and you might have like a favorite team or whatever. But like, Wayne Gretzky has your heart if you like hockey. Right. Well, I guess it's because like NASCAR is like such a solo activity. That's like, sure. Yeah. So sure. it's like to like you don't. There's no. And team then also, like. it's not tied to a location either. So it's not you can't. You're not going to be like right. Yeah. Unless you're from fucking Charlotte or wherever, and, but you're not gonna be like you're not gonna be like oh well, Jeff Gordon's from Charlotte, so like, right, you know, like yeah. it, it has no it has no like I re- bet you would be so fucking hyped if Intimidator was from your hometown. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, you fucking lose your mind. But he's not like representing that hometown, right? Yeah, like he's not a representation of where you live, right? Um, yeah, so I guess that's cool. It's closer to skateboarding in that sense. Yeah, but I would never fucking have my room covered. <laughs> like they, people fucking love Dale Earnhardt. So like, I guess we'll talk about like Tony Richmond right now. Who this is sort of based on, where they like literally described him as having Tom Cruise movie star good looks. Guess how he died? How did he die? Uh, it was the late '80s and early '90s, and he was very handsome and a bit of a playboy. He had AIDS. Yeah. Whoa! I can't believe you guessed that. 
Well, you described it pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) Or cocaine overdose. (laughs) (laughs) Very handsome bit of a playboy. uh, Fell out a window. (laughs) He fucked himself to death. He's just like fucked so many girls and just like dehydrated, died. I don't know. (laughs) I guess he essentially did fuck himself to death. Yikes. Um, (laughs) Too soon? Oh, man. I bet some NASCAR fans were not feeling that. Well, yeah, it was weird, uh, but it was like... I can't believe they showed fucking Confederate flags five seconds into this movie. <laughs> like the credit, like... They yeah. didn't show Days the, of Thunder Confederate <laughs> flag. This is for you, my friend. the title of the movie. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, and it still is. It's like, are there any black NASCAR racers? Maybe. I don't know. I fucking highly doubt it. But it is still, like, essentially, like, it is a very, you know, middle of middle America thing. Yeah. I'm looking up to see if there has ever been a black NASCAR racer. What do you think? Um, I'm going to guess, yeah. There's had to be, right? <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't want to see how... I don't want to hear how he ended up. <laughs> Murder. Black NASCAR driver. Bubba Wallace. Hell yeah. Damn, that's a good looking dude. Yeah? Let me see. Oh, man, he is good looking. History of African Americans in NASCAR. Oh, hell, look at these dudes. It's like a, a race team from the 70s with big afros. Oh, man, they're so sick. Where's the movie about those guys? I'd watch the <laughs> yeah, fuck out of that. I don't care about Tom Cruise. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so Tom Cruise is like, Tom Cruise is at like a very, at a crossroads in his life. Right now, because uh, <laughs> Robert Duvall's just painting a tractor now. <laughs> I love how much you love Robert Duvall. Dude, he's so cool. He reminds me of our grandpa. He really does, and he kind of looks like yeah. him, too. Man, I miss Grandpa. He, our Grandpa's not dead. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I miss him. Like, I want to hang out with him. We won't talk about racing. Uh, so they're just going to be clowning around, just being buddies. Yeah, just having a good time being friends. And as I'll tell you right now. Look at that dog. Look at that farm. I'm loving Robert Duvall's life. I'm still calling bullshit that he could build a fucking race car in his barn, but... He's that's how good he is at it, man. So they have no sponsor. I would love it if right now it was like another stripper show. Yeah, I got him on retainer. He kind of does look like Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> very big square heads yeah. <laughs> with no hair on top of them <laughs> it's just r- fucking rutted our, our dad is our grandpa is significantly more can you give me one too our dad our grandpa is significantly more beefy uh than robert duvall but they actually look a lot a lot of like um I would say also that our grandfather is a car guy as well, just in the fact that, like, I don't know, it's, I think you reach a certain age, and I, I live in New York, and, like, I am decidedly not a car guy. I fucking hate cars. I hate driving them. I don't like them in the slightest bit, and so I, like, it's one of those things where it's like, but I do have a bit of a fascination with them. And do you have, like, where you'll see a car and be like, damn, that's a cool-looking like, car? Dude, uh, it's actually, like, really funny. Um, a friend of mine, Matt, who's, like, he's moving, he moved to San Francisco on Wednesday. Um, 
but he uh so he he bought a car to and he was like i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a car out in san francisco and that whole thing and he and i didn't know he bought a car but i went over to say goodbye to him so i went over to his apartment and it was parked out front and um like i noticed the car and i was like damn that's a cool car and then i went up and he was like oh yeah i bought a car and i was like what car and it was like the one i noticed what kind of car was it? <laughs> You're gonna love it. <laughs> it was it was your Saab, but the uh, sedan, the non hatchback version. Oh yeah. What year was yours? Nah, two thousand something. I don't remember. Two thousand four. Yeah, that's what it, it was like. The same year. Oh, but it, cool. But it was just the four door version, not the Saab to dub cars. Yeah, I told. I was like, dude, watch out, man. <laughs> I was like, the fucking the uh, the front emblem's gonna flake off. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can't even get them anymore. Saab's out of business. Is that true? They don't. They're not making new sobs. No, like years ago. But yes, yeah, no. So I am like a car guy in the sense that, like, I really appreciate the aesthetic value of like a car. But like driving them, going fast, and like <laughs> driving down like a hilly road, and like all those commercials and stuff. Yeah, that really does nothing for me either. Like, but it's like I do. Like, I think they all they do look really cool. Yeah. And yeah. Just classic American muscle. <laughs> yeah, and so I say like and so, like I th- I definitely missed like the motorcycle boat and like honestly I don't even think motorcycles look that cool. But I think Oof. <laughs> <laughs> weird. And it's like weird extension of your dick. <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> so uh, that's the coolest part. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're riding a giant dick down the road. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nailed it. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm not really into them, but like, I think I'm like, we've been talking about this where it's like kind of the car. I mean, the motor, the motorcycle, the hip motorcycle thing is over. And because we're older now, we think that cars are going to be the next thing. Yeah. And I think I could get down with that. Like, I think I could have like a cool car. Yeah. Then you have to work on it, though. That's like the only thing I'm not into. What kind of car? What would you get like if you could like get a car right now? Like, by the way, I gotta talk about Jim's car. I gotta talk about Jim's car because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, what one? The one you have currently that you've had two of now, right? The same car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's super weird. Why is it weird? It's just a car. So, so Jim's like a low key car guy. So what he did. <laughs> he he's bought the <laughs> Volkswagen low key makes a sports car that no one's ever heard of. Sure they have. It's a very popular model. <laughs> <laughs> Not popular. No one's ever heard of it. It looks like an Audi, but it's a Volkswagen. Yeah, it's dope, <laughs> and it's like it's cool, I guess. But it's like it's a like he's he's got to be like such a fucking exclusive. Like you, oh dude, of course. <laughs> like That's such, the Savi was talking about before was like a co-brand with Subaru and had a Subaru engine. In it. I've been checking some forums before I buy a car. <laughs> so he's running. So he runs this. Like he runs like the sports car that Volkswagen makes. What's the model number? A CC, and like. It's for dads. It's for like fucking rad dads in midlife crisis car. But it's a Volkswagen. And so it's really weird. And, no, and, the, and literally the only people who have ever complimented him on it are dads. Oh, yeah. Dads are like, that's a tight car. Put the clubs in the back. <laughs> Was that CC? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you got the CC? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, if I could pick now, if I was going to have like just a car, not for like daily driving, just to have, yeah. um, I think like an old Mercedes would be cool. Like, like, or maybe like that BMW from earlier. Like yeah, I want yeah. like an 80s BMW. For After sure. watching the OJ show, I'm kind of feeling Broncos lately. Dude, me too. <laughs> yeah, I jumped on Craigslist immediately. Um, yeah, the original Broncos are super cool, but they're very expensive. Uh, um, maybe Eagle Talon, ninety-two Eagle Talon, ninety-two Eagle Talon. Dude, if you bring that back, dude, with the with the so with the automatic seatbelts, woo! Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So he's got the he's got the mellow yellow livery now. Is mellow yellow still around? No. It was just like boot like Mountain Dew, right? Yeah, but I remember when this this movie came out. Like we went and saw this movie, and we went to uh, Robert Duvall is currently ca- talking to a car, <laughs> talking to another car. <laughs> Uh, now I'm gonna stick my dick in, your, in the. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go fast, car, car, go fast. I'm gonna stick my dick in the gas tank. Um, but we so we went and saw this movie, and then we immediately went to Hardee's. Oh shit! The car is leaking. Robert Duvall should not build them in his barn. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, car. I have no idea how to make one of you. <laughs> I can't. I'm just fooling I, everybody. I can't believe I lasted this long. <laughs> That's an actual NASCAR driver. Sure. That's what they actually look like. <laughs> yeah, very ugly. <laughs> very ugly dads. <laughs> so, but I remember... That's what a NASCAR driver looks like. Mustache, kind of Super Mario. <laughs> like a redneck Super Mario. <laughs> that also. Might, is that Mario Andretti? That might be. I don't, like, like, I don't know. He like, saw a greasy Italian guy and assumed it was Mario Andretti. <laughs> I love the idea where I'm trying. I'm trying to guess from the look. So of, yeah, Carrie, that does not look like a NASCAR driver. I'm trying to guess from the look of these people, like, <laughs> like their name. One, I know anything about. One NASCAR. must have been Bobby Labonte. That was like a big name. Like, like I know anything about NASCAR, and then know anything about NASCAR when I was four years old. <laughs> right? Yeah, early '90s NASCAR. But. We went and saw this movie, and then there is, like, this is a, another movie because of all the liveries that has a ton of, like, co-sponsorships. So we went and saw this movie, and then we went to Hardee's, which had the little race cars. Like, you had, they had oh, matchboxes. Right. So we had the matchboxes of the cars that I remember we got them the night we saw the movie. Oh, remember Hardee's? Hardee's was good. Yeah. Do you remember in Brattleboro, there was, like, at, it must have been Hardee's. It was, like, it's a bank now. It was, yeah. like... Was that Hardee's? No, it was some weird restaurant that I have no idea what it was where they had the illest chicken nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't, like, it, was it not a chain? It had to have been a chain, but it was, uh, it, uh, fuck, what was it called? Because it wasn't Burger King. No, it was, like, it was something I don't know. But you know the one I'm talking about that oh, was, yeah, like, absolutely. in between the Ames and, yeah. like, it was, like, across the street from, like, First Run, kind of. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I think it was, it was across the street now. from the bowling alley. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, like, a bank now. Yeah. I think it's actually gone. Bulldozed. Man. Obama, thanks. Obama. Paving paradise. Putting up a parking lot. <laughs> it was in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Putting up more of a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Those types of places are always so weird to me. Where it's like a business that's like in a parking lot. We're just surrounded by... Like the Boston Market in Kingston. True. Yeah. And then well, it's that... not a Boston Market anywhere. It's like an Asian fusion bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy balls with a K and a Z. <laughs> It has amazing Yelp reviews. People love that place. <laughs> I still have yet to go, but cra- Crazy Bowls. If you're ever in Kingston, check it out. <laughs> crazy Bowls is fucking the jam. 
has amazing Yelp reviews. <laughs> Dude, Carrie Elway's his girlfriend. Yeah, you like that short hair look? She's just so 90s. Yeah, maybe not. How are you feeling about these shirts? The mellow yellow ones. I mean, they had it at City Chevrolet, and then they've just been going downhill since. I kind of like them, though. Really? Oh, fuck off, dude. Fuck. <laughs> Randy Quaid. Don't Shitter's full, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> he looks like such a dick. So now that is a cool, a subtle burn. To just what? see somebody walk by and not say hello, just say their name. Cole. Cole. That is cool. That's a cool burn. I love a great cool burn. Yeah. I remember uh, my best cool burn I ever got was uh, a dude, and I knew he was from Chicago. And like, I like talked to him for a second, and I was like, all right, later, deep dish. Oof. <laughs> Cutting to the core. <laughs> I was like, damn, I nailed it. (laughs) And then I heard heard later from a third party that after it happened, they were like, he thought that was really cool. (laughs) He was like, damn, that was a dope burn. So this is it. This is like the final showdown. So this is the final act. This is the final race. He's already sweating. He's not even getting into 100. Like that's it must hot. be so fucking hot in those cars. So is this like, like a thing with like bowling? Like what kind of shape do you have to be in to be a NASCAR driver? Well, I mean, I think it's different than bowling because it's like bowling. You're inside in air conditioning. Right. So it's just like endurance maybe? Yeah, it's more of an endurance thing. And it's like, you know, it's like you get like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like bowling, like bowling you like do one thing one time and then you go sit down like that this it's like you're like it's an endurance thing where you're like in a specific position right and then have to think super quickly yeah and it's like and it's kind of the fatigue from being you know it's like you know like if you put your leg up it's got to be so fucking loud five hours you know yeah we the this past year we went to one motorcycle race and uh i had no idea how loud it would be because there's no mufflers or anything on any of these. Right. So it's got to be so fucking loud in that thing. Oh, it sounds horrible to me. Like, I can't imagine watching one of these. Like, yeah. I can't even watch a baseball game. No. I mean, watching Flat Track was pretty fun because we like because I was doing it. So, like, I could relate to what was going on. But I like this whole thing of, like... A spec- and also, Flat Track is uh, maybe a quarter of the size of this track. Yeah. And it's quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's like being like a total spectator sport. I've never been able to get down with any of this stuff. I like maybe it's, just because I'm so self involved, I have to like have done it or like right. have like some point of reference. If I guess you've driven a car, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I've driven that car. No, I have no like. point of reference for driving a car, <laughs> except driving a car. So yeah, so Jim, the they car filmed guy. this really well. It looks like they're going fast. Yeah, well, no, it's an act. Like they're filming. And okay, so you didn't finish that before. Um, whoa! Somebody's hood just flew off. And you know what someone said? Like the, one of the criticisms of this movie was that like the special effects were really bad. And I was like, what? Uh, "Do you mean special effects is in crashing cars?" Like, yeah, it looks like, all it looks real. Amazing. Yeah. Um. So you were okay. He's scared. A crash just happened. Oh, drive into a dock. Go high. He's gonna fucking oh, drive right through. 
Man, Robert Duvall's wearing a tank watch. Mom gave me a tank watch for Christmas, and I'm really psyched on it. Oh, man. Hell yeah. (sighs) Whoa. Oh, God. That was a very artistic choice to do, uh, uh, like, to cut to, like, a half a second flashback to the first crash. Oh, that's what they did. That's where the 51 car was. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> this movie's good. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very interesting choice. Good job, movie. More Confederate flags. Um, yeah, I don't know why this wasn't more successful. I like this movie. Well, no, the thing was, it made double its money. Like, right, but, but they were just like, like, they're like, hmm. And like, <laughs> top, top Gun, like, made an insane it was like amount insane. of money. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like, only double. But Robert Duvall is wearing a tank watch, and my mom got me one, and that's like, that's how I officially know. Like, when I start wearing that, like I'm an old man and I'm psyched yeah. on it. Tank watches are so tight. Don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, it's uh, tank watches like this. The where the rectangular face, one. It's like the face. It's like a rectangle that's like the size of the band. Ah, uh, gotcha. Where's uh, Michael Rooker at this point? He's just out. He's out and he's done. For some reason, I thought like he would get, he would be on the mic with him or something right, like yeah. that, be more involved. But I guess he's just I I think he gave him like a pep talk. John C. Riley barely talks in this movie. He's just in the back like fist pumping the whole time. Man, that's a great film yeah. though. Well, no, he does like all, like we missed it like when they were on the uh, when they were in like the trailer driving. Yeah, he has like a whole monologue about his dad dying. Uh, And why does he hate Carrie Elway so much? It's just because he's a dick? Because he's a dick. He doesn't respect the soul in NASCAR? Something like that. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Who cares? <laughs> His car is not built in a barn. <laughs> we hate you. Oh, shit. Tom Cruise's accelerator is stuck. <laughs> Dude, you know that what That seems like it would be a good problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> well, your goal is to go really fast, so... spun out again yeah like i find it really unrealistic that the cars spin out this much in an average race dude he's just like fight like the the amount of times they've done the move where someone spins out and then like just back in first place 10 seconds later it it hits it in reverse and like keeps the momentum tom cruise is driving in reverse there's gonna be a wicked jay hooker coming up there it is See, it's like, it, this movie is cool because it's like, this is supposed to be his like big final thing. And so he's like, he should be awesome at it. Right. And it's like, even now he's still just like, kind of like, I'm freaking out. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's just got to get in front of the pace car. Right. Oh, hell uh, yeah. yeah. See, he's like, man, you know. The sport, it's about the sport. Dude, do you think you get into driving NASCAR at 34 years old? <laughs> <laughs> you, love, you love the camaraderie? Dude, I want to be in the pits hanging out. <laughs> so far, I'm always, you wear cool shirts, you eat ice cream, and you, you be best bros with everybody. I mean, sometimes you get brain damage, but other than that, good to go. I just Hang be, out with hot babes all the time. I just want to be in that pit. Hey, I would occasionally Tom Cruise tries to punch you in the face. (laughs) 
Yeah, so that's the thing is it's like so he got out in front of the pace car. So like while they had you to can't be, get lapped if you get lapped by the pace car. You're no, out. it doesn't matter. But the thing was if because he got out right in front of the pace car. So while everyone else was doing that lap really oh, he slow, like comes in going hot. Yeah, he comes in like fast as fuck. It's like a you know like a slingshot. And I think I think this whole movie hinges on the idea of drafting as well. Right. Yeah. Because I, re- I remember, I think all my knowledge of drafting comes from this movie. Yeah. And so like, I think like, and that's what he was doing with the sweet and low packets yeah. was like d- just explaining the concept of drafting. And so, they make fun of that in Talladega Nights. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no. This whole movie because they do the same thing he just did where they like crash into each other's bumper and they like engage and then they do the shaking. <laughs> yeah. Bake and, yeah. Yeah, this is the final scene of Talladega. It's the same thing. Dude, what a dick. Yeah. No, I think we still got a, I think we still got a bit of this race left. Okay, before you were talking about they during actual NASCAR races they were filming. Yeah, so oh, oh part- and then a great thing was so like they actually filmed and then um one of the dudes who was like, so they had one car that would just do the races and that was a camera car. Okay. And he did so well. The guy who was driving the camera car, they took the camera off and gave it to somebody else and he ran in the race. And now he's like a professional NASCAR racer. Holy shit. Really? He was like a stunt man. What? That's a, that's a cool <laughs> movie. <laughs> they should have rewrote this shit on the fly. That would have been a way better story. Yeah, it was like he was just like he was just driving the camera car and he did, just smoking fools. <laughs> he, just, he just did so good, and now he's like I think I think yeah he's like a professional NASCAR racer. And that man's name Jeff Gordon. <laughs> that man's name was Dale Earnhardt. He's dead now, also. <laughs> Dude. Need a better writer. They said "son of a bitch" four times while we're getting pushed into the wall. <laughs> yeah, no, we basically watching the same scene over and over. Oh, yeah. oh all right. I guess there's not that much of this race yeah. left. <laughs> Dude, this the music on like man, that Hans Zimmer can really write a tune. And uh, so, like, there's like there's, that's a fucking huge crowd. So there's going to be a song that plays over the opening credits that's uh, sang, sung by the lead singer of White Snake. Whoa, really? Yeah, and uh, Tom Cruise specifically requested David Coverdale. He was like, I, need, I got this movie. I need David Coverdale singing it. So essentially, like, this movie is the movie that like like Tom Cruise like picked everything about this movie. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, I think he did a good job. Oh, now she has a dirty face. <laughs> oh, man. He did it. Fucking Robert Duvall did it. Now I can go home and die. <laughs> Oh, so good. Man, what a story of friendship, these two. (laughs) (laughs) Two two best buds. Oh, oh yeah! Man. Tell me that's the last line of the movie. <laughs> Take him to victory lane, brother. 
I love the idea that this movie came out mm, close to 30 years ago. And Dude, they can't stop racing. The final is, shot is... Yeah! I love the idea that this movie the came out. The final line of that movie was, I'll race your I'll ass. I'll race you. I love your the, ass. Your ass. <laughs> I love the idea that this movie came out close to 30 years ago and Robert Duvall was old as hell. He <laughs> looks like, exactly the same. Like, When do you hit that point where you just stop aging? Yeah, I don't know. Probably 60? I guess it's probably like 60 or something like that. And then it's like so, 60 to 80 is about the same and then drop right off. And then you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then you die. So anyways. Oh, like Rusty Wallace. <laughs> Dr. Jerry Punch, whoever that is. I don't know. So, so that was Days of Thunder. Watched it with Jim, my big bra. So good. So, so like, what is it like your final comments on the idea of Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise in at Dave, the height of his powers. At the height of his powers, this is like. It's I think it's a shame, man. It's like I used to like. This was when you would be psyched because it would be a Tom Cruise movie, and that, like besides Mission Impossible, it doesn't really exist anymore. And it's like he was a fucking star, man. He was awesome. <laughs> I can't even think of like a. St- I guess I don't watch those kind of movies anymore. But somebody like that is in the like the same way Tom Cruise is at the height of his powers here. Like who's that now? The Rock. No, oh, man, The Rock is fucking awesome. When are, when are they going to make a movie together? Tom Cruise picked a good guy to sing this final song. <laughs> this song is cool. <laughs> it's not White Snake. It's just well, like it's just David Coverdale doing it, doing his own jam. Yeah, overall, very good movie. It was high recommend. Like, yeah, you say ten out of ten. <laughs> it was better than I remembered, and I was like barely watching it. Uh, I kind of wish we weren't talking through the whole thing. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna go home and watch it on your own. <laughs> um, so, how do you think about people who I listen to this that know that me and you basically have the same voice? <laughs> oh, dude! And then we just like both mumble, and it's just gonna fucking be a mush. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I don't know what else to say. I mean, this is one. I think we covered it. I. This is one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies of all time. I did it with my favorite guy. Yeah, I think this is up there for me too. Man, it's so good. And like, I highly suggest that. Like, if you didn't watch along at home, go check that shit out. Go check that shit out, dude. <laughs> I don't know, why are you even listening to this? <laughs> um. Yeah, so um, so rest in peace, Tony Richmond <laughs> or Tim Richmond. I don't know what his rest name. Rest in peace, Dale Earnhardt. Rest forever in peace, on Dale our Earnhardt. Um, forever on the back oh, of our cars. I, I, I'd like to leave with my funny story about Dale Earnhardt um, with my the the guitar player in my first band, who his parents were like obsessed with Dale Earnhardt, and then he died. Um, I I like to imagine that when Dale Earnhardt died, they just smashed all of the plates. <laughs> it was like, God damn, <laughs> you beautiful bastard! Why'd you leave me? And then also his grandfather used to, uh, his grandfather, the first time I met his grandfather, he was really big and fat. He go he goes, you watching the race today? And I was like, no. And he's like, you know who's going to win? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, this guy's going to win. And he pointed at his giant distended belly that had a very tight t-shirt on <laughs> that had a completely like skewed f- image of Dale Earnhardt on it. And that's what he was pointing to on his giant belly. It was just like... <laughs> Damn, when did fucking Guns N' Roses was in this? They were? Oh, man, I bet that scene was bitching. Welcome to the jungle? No, knocking on Heaven's Door. Oh, I wonder when that was playing. Fuck. 
All right, Jim. All right. All right, that's it. Thank you so much. This was awesome. And yeah, this is over now. Bye-bye.